So, this is Vibe Drop episode 77, and with it brings one of the most opinionated dudes in the tech space, Mr. Caseology himself, technically T, is coming up next on Vibe Drive, which starts now. What's up, people? This your boy, Viper, the man about tech, and welcome back to another episode of Fight Drive. This is the podcast about tech, hosted by the man about tech. And tonight, as I just said in my introduction, I have one of the most opinionated people on the platform, the master of reviewing YouTube cases and smartphones and other tech-related gadgets. Let's bring in the technically savvy one, Mr. Technically T. What's up, bro? How you doing? What's good, man? What's good? Glad you know what it there, is. Man. We on the podcast, man. Thank you for joining me tonight. I appreciate it. Now, you already know it, man. Long time coming for sure. No doubt. So. I'm going to start with you where I'll start with everybody on the podcast that's been a first-time guest. I got to know, what brought you to YouTube? Uh, man, just I was always in the tech, you know what I mean? Before I even thought about YouTube or was on YouTube years before, man, I was always in the tech. You're talking about somebody who was getting a brand new computer. My, my parents had a brand new compact Presario and they got in the door. I broke it all apart put it all back together and plug the computer up. So I was always a tinker person, man. Then that moved on to smartphones probably around my freshman year of college, which is around 2005. And uh, just started really getting into a bunch of phones. I kept getting phones and that was the time of the Blackberries and I was doing custom ROMs on them. That's when rooting was heavy. So I was going to YouTube, looking at tutorials and different things like that. And People were like, man, you should start a YouTube channel because you are like really good at this. You, everybody who contacts me, they, they'll call me, they'll text me, hey, what phone should I get, blah, blah, blah. And I would always tell them. So me wanting to start YouTube, man, it goes back for years, but I never pulled the trigger. So it was something that was always in the back of my mind. And then a couple of years ago, I was like, you know what? I mean, you kind of have the income source to get these things you have income source to buy the phones and buy tech and stuff like that let's just go ahead and start it. let me let me just finally do it now i'm about 10 years late from when i wanted to do it but let's just go ahead and start now and that's just kind of what got me into it and what made me start youtube so that's just something i always wanted to do something other people told me to always do so i finally did it better late than never you know what i mean so i was just about to say man you know what they say there's no perfect time to start i'm kind of in the same boat as you I wish I would have started earlier, but we're here now, so we got to make our mark while we're here, and that's what I'm trying to do, and that's what you've been doing. Yeah, so man. I'm telling you, I'm kind of curious because you, your niche, if I mean, if it's, if you were still associated with this niche, is right. really niche. So I'm yeah. curious, how did you become known for reviewing cases? All right, so same situation. Like, uh, if you don't, if you guys know, you guys remember the tech couple, Corey mm -hmm. and everybody. You, you so you know them. I've been friends with them, like I said, ten so many plus years about forever and i was a big case person i would get cases oh i don't like this case let me buy another case i don't like that i was nitpicky with cases <laughs> so it got to the point where i became the person with all the cases i literally had shoe boxes of cell phone cases old iphone 4s 5 5s cases under my bed in college and people would come to me and be like yo can i get an iphone case so i was like well, you know what let me i was 
the reason I didn't start YouTube for a long time, I was shy to speak in front of the camera. I was shy to getting in front of the camera. So I was like, you know what? I like cases. I'm just a case person. I always got the newest case, I always flipping, flopping cases. I said, let me start reviewing cases, just my hands, like floss style, because that's when I was watching floss, heavy, heavy, heavy. So I said, let, I can do it this style and not show my face. And I have tons of cases already. So that's kind of the way I dove into the reviewing cases because I just like a particular case. I'm picky when it comes to cases. So that's the reason how it just jailed into doing case reviews. And I just started that. I reviewed the cases that I had. And then I started buying a tons of cases way before brands even started to send them to me. You know what I mean? So right. that's just kind of where it was at. And that's kind of how I just kept flowing down the pipeline with cases because the, the video started doing good. So I just kept it going. Hey, you know what they say on YouTube. When you find something that works, you keep on doing it. So I completely understand yeah. where you're coming from. <laughs> yeah. So I am nowhere near on your level, but I have had brands send me out cases. People like Rinky, uh, Caseology, Beck. So I'm curious, do you have like a particular favorite brand of case that you like or, um, or yeah. a type of case that you like? Yeah, uh, uh, most of the cases that I use on my phones right now are the Rinke Fusion X. Y'all guys know about it. This is one of the best cases to me on the market right now. I've always rocked with Spigen, and that's not because they sent me things. You know what I mean? I bought mm -hmm. Spigen cases for years. I was like so hyped when they finally reached out to me. So uh, Caseology, that was the first case I reviewed on my channel, and I bought mm -hmm. them myself. So, so, so Caseology always holds a special place with me because the Parallax series was, was the very first case that I reviewed on my channel. And I'm supposed to be working with Case Audrey to actually come up with my own colorway for that case. Ooh. You know what I mean? So we haven't talked about it in a while, but that was something that we agreed on to do. We just haven't worked anything out on the back end. But uh, Case Audrey, Spigen, um, I used to like auto boxes until I start to really find out about other brands and realize you didn't need those. <laughs> well, I didn't need those big bulky cases. You see what I'm saying? Right. So, um, yeah, Spigen, Case Audrey, Ring K. Um, it's kind of known brands that you guys know of uh, Rhino Shield. I, I love Rhino Shield cases too. So, and like I said, a lot of people may think because they send me cases, but no, like if they didn't send me those cases, I would legit go and buy them right now if I had to. So that's kind of some of my favorites. Spe uh, Speaking Neo Hybrid, Rhino Shield, Solid Suit, and the Ring K Fusion X, man, just to name a, a few out of many. Listen, man, I'm like you, bro. Like I've been trying to get on the line with somebody from speaking for like the past year or so, but it hasn't happened right, yet. But right. I still, I still have gone out and brought speaking cases for my iPhone because I love speaking cases. That's those crazy, cases man. Good. Because we talked about that in the DM. Yeah, that's crazy. Yes, man. I mean, that's, that's I, wild, man. I did have somebody reach back to me like over a year ago, but nothing ever came of it. Nothing I mean, came they, out of it. They said they're going to review my channel, and I never heard back. So I mean, I don't know. But, I, but that's what happens, man. That's how yeah. me and Autobots. That's why I kind of I haven't fell out with them, but. They reached out to me and, you know, they're in collaboration with LifeProof. So they reached out to me. They sent some LifeProof cases and everything like that. The videos did amazing, like crazy good on my channel. And then I never heard from them again. Like they just disappeared. I'm like, I didn't say anything negative. I mean, I don't and they, that this was years ago, but it's just like, I don't know what happened to that. You know what I mean? So that's just kind of the way where that went. So it kind of happens, man. It sucks, but yeah. it happens. Well, let me tell you about the crazy time that happened to me today. So I don't know if you're aware, but I put in a recent order for the brand new 2020 iPad Pro 12.9 inch. Yeah, yep. It's supposed to be coming this week. So imagine my shock and surprise when I get an email today from Subcase. They're like, yep. yo, Viper, <laughs> um, we bringing out these new iPad Pro cases. We want to know if you have one and you would like to review it. I'm like, 
yo, I got one coming this week. Hell, send it over, baby. Send boom, it over. Boom. Boom. So yeah, That's I think. It. Uh, yep. So some case is gonna be sending me out uh, some of their iPod, uh, iPad Pro cases. So I'm gonna be reviewing those. Which is funny because I've never ever had like a uh, regular case for my iPad before. It was always like either a keyboard case or that's it. Subcase, uh, when I did have the iPad 12.9 inch when they first came out, I had a subcase case and that was up there the whole spit. I loved it. Like it was perfect. You know, I, mean, I never took it off. So you should have a dope, some some dope cases coming from subcase, man. This one oh, yeah. people, man. I went and visited their oh, office. Yeah. Their office is like 10 minutes from me right mm. now. Like they're, they're legit, man. Yeah, stuff casing legit. Um, they sent me a ton of casing for the iPhone 11. <laughs> they even though I couldn't, them. even though I couldn't use them because I uh, they sent the iPhone 11. I got the iPhone 11 Pro Max, but they sent a ton of casing to me for the they iPhone. They don't 11. even care. Like when I went to their facility, they were like, "Over here is all of the cases that we're sending out," and it was just mounds of cases. <laughs> I'm like, I believe they were it. like, we don't care. They were like, we really don't care. It's like nothing. It doesn't matter. You know what I mean? So they just oh, yeah. push them. Yeah, they push them. So I'm curious because. Uh, fellow YouTuber Unbox Therapy. Now he uh, recently started his own cake company. So, yeah. given that you do a lot of cake videos and cake work, have you ever thought about maybe starting your own cake company? I have, man. Like I did a lot of research on it, uh, maybe a couple months back, and um, I never really followed up with it. But that was something I did think about. But then the, also the same part of it is thinking of a case that doesn't look like anything else. The last mm -hmm. thing I want to do. We know how that all turned out with Lou. You know what I mean? But um, the thing about it is, in my mind, I know the perfect case because I can take bits and pieces from each case that I like. And I have legit, I don't, it's in a notebook written down, every aspect of case that I like, and it's written down for a case that I would design. Mm. But in my mind, I'm just like, how do I make it look like something that isn't already on the market because I was on everything Apple Pro's website because I was pre-ordering some of his cases because I'm going to review them. And I was looking at his case. I'm like, I like what he did, but he just, he may look different by just doing something dramatic that I don't think everybody is going to like. So it's like, you have to do that. But it's something I'm thinking about. It's just the design. Like, how can I get it to look how I want it with the materials that I want it out of? Because I have my, I have it all written out, like the whole schematic. I just need to get in front of somebody and, find out what I need to do to actually get the ball rolling. You see what I'm saying? So yeah, it's uh, it's there. But when I come out with a case, if I did come out with a case, I want it to be like, this case doesn't look like anybody else's, but still looks good without it being ugly. You see what I'm saying? So it's kind of, it's kind of like a push and pull. I want to do it, but you really have to think about how you really want it to look. That's the, that's the thing. Look is when it comes to these cases, you see what I'm saying? So no doubt. So, Again, like I said, I haven't nearly had as many cases as you, but I've had a lot of cases over the past uh, two or three years I've done this YouTube thing. And yeah. I have come to the realization that a lot of these cases, no matter what the brand are, they're the same thing. They're just different variations on the same cases, That's man. Yep. So yep. I'm curious if you ever do one day go through with the plan to start your or build your own case. I'm curious as to how, as to how you would do it. Because like you said, it yes. um it could be kind of difficult to differentiate your case from what's already out there. Because like I said, well, uh, what outer box, sub case, cathology, vegan, they're all the same cases. They're just different brands. They're, they're different all the same. Brands, they really are. Like, it's just different brands. You can get two identical cases and be like, these are the same cases, just different yep. brands slapped on them. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. it's the same when these little case companies reach out to me. I look at their pictures. I go on the website, go on Amazon. I look at them like, this is nothing but a sub case case with another brand on it. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So it makes it kind of iffy. You know what I mean? It's, it's a real funny space. And that's why I really haven't dove out there because it's like, what design does 
it's not already out there. Right, you know what I'm right. Saying? So what yeah. can I do different? And that's how I kind of respect everything Apple Pro because his case does look different. It may not be for me. I'm not crazy about it. We'll get into that when I review it, but um, I give him props because it's different. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. that's kind of where you got to go with it. If many case companies and cases are already out there in the wild, if you could come out with a case that somehow <laughs> differentiates itself from the rest of the cases already out in the exactly. wild, you have done something. Yeah. It don't really matter how you. protective it is. I mean, if you can differentiate it, if you can make it look different enough, you yeah. have definitely accomplished something in itself, definitely. Yeah, it's it's and it's a lot of it's a lot of companies that people and I'm and I'm I'm paying attention to the chat, but I'm actually digging. But it's uh, I'm gonna show you guys this case. But there's cases out here that people don't even know. Like I'm not sure if anybody heard of Switch Easy. Now I'm pretty sure some people may have heard of it. And I'm gonna do this is the next video that I'm gonna record probably this week. This is easily the best clear case on the market, better than anything mm. speaking makes, better than anything Caseology makes. Easily the best clear case I have ever used. But I don't think no people know about it. So this is why I'm going to do a video about this because they knocked it out the park with this clear case. So it's companies like that. like, And this looks different and it's different from everything out there compared to the size and everything. And I'm like, this is what I'm talking about. You know what I mean? Like when I saw that case, I was like, they did it. Like it's a clear case, but it doesn't look like anything else out there. And it's sturdy. Uh, it's, it's, it's The review will be up later, but that really put it in perspective. Like there's still space out here to make something different. So. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. Uh, yeah, yeah, looking forward to your review about that. So let's yeah. get into the uh, the smartphone realm here. Uh, yeah. what, what are you currently rocking smartphone-wise? Man, I cut down, man. Um, the only phones I have right now I have is um, the 3A, the 11 Pro Max, and the Samsung A71. That's all the phones I have right now. I cut down a lot. Like I started to get rid of stuff that I really didn't need because I'm not a person that can just hoard phones. Like I just sold a bunch off of Swapper. So that's what I'm rocking with right now into an Android of some I'm looking for that Android phone to get that I can use as my second phone. The A71 is really not in my pocket. It's just kind of here on the desk. Right. But I'm looking for that that Android phone that can always go with me when I leave out as well. So I haven't found it yet. I'm thinking about the OnePlus 8 Pro, but I don't know yet. So. All right, so let me run down some of the phones that have come out this year and you let me know how you feel about them. So obviously yeah. we got the Galaxy S20 lineup. Uh, we yep. got the newly released iPhone SE. Uh, mm -hmm. We got the newly released OnePlus 8 and 8 Pro. So what are your thoughts on those devices? So the S20 lineup, you guys know I had the S20 Ultra. Had it mm -hmm. for yep. just a short stint, man. And loved. I loved it, but I hated it at the same time. And that was because <laughs> of the camera, man. Mm -hmm. like, like I told me, camera's important to me right now with my son. Like if you look at my photo album, that's all my phone is, is right now of pictures of him. And I couldn't get those moments on the S20 Ultra. Now, I know a lot of people say, oh, there was nothing wrong with the yeah for the pictures that you take you see what i'm saying but for what i need it for i need the shirt to be quick i need the autofocus to be on point oh yeah and it was time where he would do something and i would miss it with the s20 pick up my iphone boom and get boom. it you see what i'm saying so mm -hmm. i love the s20 series i don't think the s20 ultra overall is the good phone really i wouldn't recommend it to anybody because cameras like you always say i think is one of the most important things Woo. i don't think i could recommend it to anybody and i think the one to get is the plus because i'm seeing nice things said about the plus i never tried one i've held one but i've never tried one so i think the thing to do will be don't spend all that money on the s20 ultra and get a plus plenty big enough for you as well and then the s20 if you're into the small phone game so that's the s20 lineup iphone se2 now i was opinionated about this on twitter i know everybody see me man but i still to this day go back and forth about picking one up because mm -hmm. for one, it's cheap. You can grab one. And if I did want to, I probably wouldn't even sell it because I probably would just hold on to it. But I think 
I, I I like what Apple did with it. I think it just could have been better in some aspects, but I know that may raise the price. You see what I'm saying? So right. my important thing is battery life. It doesn't matter how cheap a device is. It doesn't matter how many features a device is. If it can't last throughout the day, now I haven't had it, but I'm hearing everybody say the battery life isn't that good. Mm-hmm. So I think it hits a certain market to the T. Like, for example, my girlfriend's mom just got one. So you have people that's available to get an iPhone that doesn't want to spend a bunch of money on it. You see what I'm saying? That's always wanted an iPhone, but they were always just a little bit out that price range. So now they can get one. And you have older people who don't care about it being 720 or whatever the, the, the display resolution is. So it's going to smash that market right there. It's not made for people like me, like you, like everybody else who reviews smartphones over the Internet. It's made for a certain group. And I think for that, they did hit the mark. But I also think that if you step back and look at the grand scheme of things, when it comes to smartphone, I feel like there are other smartphones out there that's just as good as the SE, but it's getting overshadowed because it's a, a new iPhone. You see what I'm saying? So that's kind of where I am with it. I don't hate the device. I wish a couple of things was going to be better on it, but I understand it 100 percent. You see what I'm saying? So and for the one plus devices, this is what I'm kind of still in limbo right now, because I want to order one and one plus needs to stop releasing phones in limited quantities like you. It just it's like at least 10 phones. And when they sell out, it's out of stock. You see what I'm saying? So. I feel like I've always had a soft spot for OnePlus. I think I've owned every single one except maybe one or two of them. I can't remember, but uh, love OnePlus. The OnePlus Eight seems like it's going to be in. A, seems like it's amazing, like mid ranger ish phone. I don't know if I can say mid range because the price is kind of up there for the up there. Yeah, it's like what seven ninety nine. Like I can't really, you know, that's mid range. I'm thinking like five and stuff like that. That's what I think. I think of mid range, but. I'm more so curious about the OnePlus 8 Pro. I haven't watched tons of videos on it. I love OnePlus, but they, I feel like they got the things right with the new ones. And finally, it's got wireless charging, IP68, uh, and the camera. That was the main thing. Everybody knows OnePlus cameras have been lacking since day one. You know what I mean? So right. I always said if OnePlus would just step their camera game up, just bring it up to like Samsung Galaxy because, you know, for me, the, the hierarchy is like Pixel, iPhone, Samsung. Mm-hmm. If you just can get into that bottom tier <laughs> of quality, that's all you need. Yep. So that's my thing. You know what I mean? I just I want to get it because everybody's saying the cameras are improved. And I that's the reason why I got my eyes on the OnePlus 8 Pro, because um, I want to see if the cameras are already better than what they used to be. So I think I feel like they got it in them. I just don't know why they can't make a good camera. So. Yeah, man. Yeah, the, the OnePlus A Pro, uh, like you said, wireless charging, IP water rating, things like that. They're definitely making an improvement. For those of y'all listening on audio only, if you want to support the podcast, please check the link in the show notes for anything that you might need. Also, if you are listening to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, it would greatly help me out if you were to leave a rating or review. It helps more people discover Vibe Drive, so I appreciate all you all rocking out with me each and every week. T, let's talk some more about OnePlus because like you were alluding to, their new phones, the OnePlus 8 Pro, starts at $899, topped out at $1,000. So my, the question I've been asking a lot on the podcast recently is, do you feel like, given from where they started to where they are now, OnePlus has lost their identity because they have gradually raised the price of these phones for like the last, what, three to four years? Yeah, nah. I, every year they've been raising them. And everybody knows the slogan that they first came out with, never settle, flagship killer. And the never settle, I can understand, you know what I mean? But the flagship killer, I know they haven't said that in a long time, 
But I think OnePlus was always that dev custom-ish type phone that fit a certain market and everything wasn't perfect. But people who did the ROMs and different things like that didn't really care because there was always a custom ROM that you can load. It's always something that you can load to make your camera experience better. But I feel like they just followed this road that out and now are coming out with phones that's flagship. I think they're missing it because you don't have a, once again, the camera. I don't want to spend almost a thousand dollars and I get a mediocre camera and I'm resorted to put G cam on it. And I'm just not a fan of putting the G cam. That's a crutch. Like if you have to put G cam on a phone, then the camera's not good. You see what I'm saying? So, or the sensor or the software, you shouldn't have to resort to putting G cam on it. So to me, I feel like OnePlus has definitely just went off its high end. But if you're going to charge 150, man, there's certain, well, not 150, but over a thousand bucks, a thousand bucks. There's some things that you need to have flagship quality in order to really do it. Now, they're, they're there, but they're not all the way there enough to, to charge anywhere close to $1,000, in my opinion. I think their cap should be $799, maybe $699. I feel like that's their cap. You know, that's that. And they can run that range if they did that. But no, they want to play with the big boys. So <laughs> your cameras is getting smashed out by the big boys. So it's just... It is what it is. You know what I mean? It's, I think they should just back down a little bit and just kind of go back to what they were known for. I don't think they're ready to play in the flagship game. Not yet. That's just my opinion, though. Yeah, I uh, like, I think I was talking to somebody else about this, and I was talking about how they have gradually grown up and their phones have gotten better every year because, you know, mm-hmm. when they first started off, they had no fan base. But every right. year they kept putting out phones year after year after year, and they started their, they started growing their fan base year after year after year. And as the fan base grew, the fans started asking for more features every year from OnePlus. So when they started to add these features, the price of the phone started to grow up because you yep. really can't add features without increasing the price of the phone. So right, exactly. now, now they're at this damn near flagship level with the wireless charging and IPX rating and things like that and an improved camera. So now they're right. asking for practically flagship prices. And this is what you get when you ask for all <laughs> these features. So, but. Yep. I think I think I kind of agree with you. I don't know if OnePlus is quite ready to play in the flagship uh, mm. pool yet. I don't know right. if the phone is that good. I mean, it's a nice device. Don't get me wrong. And yeah, that's nice. And a lot of people will tell you that Oxygen OS is the best version of Android. But when you put that phone up against a Galaxy phone or a, a, a Pixel or an iPhone, I don't know, man. It's getting, it's getting, yeah. getting getting whacked. So I don't know. Yeah, but like um, said, I, and I'm a fan. Of, I I think Oxygen OS. I love Oxygen OS. Like I. Easily the favorite Android skin for me, I, easily. But you know, what I mean, it comes with OnePlus slack lacks. You know, what I mean, it just it just comes along with it. So yeah, man. So you told me earlier that you are looking for a certain Android phone, but you didn't really name any name. So I'm curious, are there are any Android phones that you are looking forward to this year? Um, always looking forward to the new Pixels. Like I love Pixel devices. I'm a stock Android type of person. If I have anything, I would definitely prefer stock Android over anything. So definitely the new Pixel when that drops. Um, like I said, the OnePlus is still lingering. I, I still want to know what that's about. Usually I try LG phones, man, but I, I think I'm a, I'll just leave LG phones alone. Not because <laughs> of me just not thinking they're not good. I think LG phones are very good. They're just slept on. People, you know, the G8, I love the G8. But for me, where it comes in is just a loss of money. Like, I cannot pay seven some hundred dollars for an LG phone and then the price just declines to like 150. Like I sold my GA, I might as well have kept it. I basically gave that thing away on Swapper. 
So for me, it's not that I don't want to review LG things. It's just that it's not financially smart to buy an LG device because they lose money so fast. You see what I'm saying? So I usually right. always look forward to a new LG device, but nah, I, I'm bypass on that. The Note 20, of course, got a note. I, I'm a note person. I've had every single note, so you know I'm ready for the note. Like I just the note is one of my old. I always give the note really the phone of the year, obviously over the iPhone. Except this past year, the iPhone 11 Pro Max just did it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. yep. And of course the the iPhone 12. You know what I mean? Just that design, I said that they would go back to like the old 5S design and just slim it up a little bit. It would just be dope. So I think Apple is going to do it right with the iPhone 12 this year. So that's kind of the phones I'm looking forward to and the new Fold. I'm teetering on trying a foldable device because I've never had one in my hand. So I still would like to see what the Galaxy Fold 2 is talking about. And uh yeah, I just want to see what they're talking about. I really would like to get a foldable so I can kind of get my own opinion on them. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, so that's kind of devices that I'm kind of looking forward to this year, man. All right, so I was just about to dig a little deeper into that, what you just mentioned. So foldable phones. Obviously, we got the original Galaxy Fold out there. Uh, the Huawei Mate X is out there in non-Google land somewhere. Samsung just released the Z Flip, I think, earlier this year. Yeah. Uh, the Motorola Razr, the new one is out there. There have been a lot of rumors about the Fold, too. So what yeah. are your overall thoughts on foldable phones as they stand right now? I think foldable phones fits a certain niche, man. I feel like that's like a super techie thing. You know what I mean? Like I've never seen any foldable phone, I don't think, in the wild. I don't think if I've ever seen anybody have a Samsung Z Flip. I don't think. I don't know if I've ever seen a fold in the wild. I think they're good. I think they're the next thing up. Me I'm just not crazy about a foldable device. Everyone that's came out, I've disliked the thing about it, like the, the fold, the original fold. The display when it was closed was just entirely way too small. Now, I get it when you open it up, you got all that real estate. Cool. That's perfect. Mm -hmm. But when it's closed, it's just, I, it's, I can't use this. You see what I'm saying? Right. So that's cool. Uh, the Z Flip, I really like that design. But... The Z Flip, out of every foldable that's been out, the Z Flip, I've, I've liked the most. Like, it looks sleek, but for some odd reason, I feel like I'm going back to a flip phone. And <laughs> I don't want a flip phone. You know, even though I know it's not, I just feel like I'm going right back to a flip phone. Everybody like, what well, is small? It fits in your pocket. I wear clothes my size. I don't have to have an issue with <laughs> putting phones <laughs> in my pocket. I'm not wearing skinny jeans. You know what I mean? Like, my phones fit fine in my pocket. So... For me, that wasn't a thing to me. Like, oh, it fits in places it never could fit before. Like, where are you trying to put your phone? You see what I'm saying? So that's really not my thing. But I think the Z Fit looks very, very good. The Razer, I feel like they just missed the mark. That price and it was, I didn't. I think I watched Floss's video on it. I don't, I, and maybe Michael Fisher, I think he did a video a review yep. on it. Mm -hmm. I was just like, nah, they had a good, they had a good thing with it. But it's just the price and it's just missed the mark. You know what I mean? So I think foldables can really, really. And the Fold 2, I think, can really knock it out the park, man. Just give us more real estate on that front. Uh, when you open it up, of course, all that real estate is good. I personally don't want to feel a crease, but I, that may be something one can get used to because I've never had, had a foldable device. So it might be something that you might can easily look over. But for me, visually looking at a crease, I feel like that would bother me because I'm such a stickler when it comes to displays. So um, the like all the foldable devices, they definitely have their market. But for me, I would be extremely picky if I was to really go out and spend the money that they want for one. You see what I'm saying? Like, if I'm going to spend that money, man, it has to be 
what I want, not something that I'm experimenting, wanting to try because it looks cool. You see what I'm saying? So yep. that's kind of my whole take when it comes to foldables. It's super dope, fits a certain niche. The only way affordable would get my money if it's like 100% what I want out of one. So um, yeah, that's kind of my whole thing about foldable devices though. But I want to try one. I really do, man. Yeah, I think, like you said, there's a lot going on with foldables right now. Like you said, when you look at the phone and you see that crease, it's like, what? I mean, obviously, it goes away when you're consuming content, but I mean, right. it, I mean, sometimes I think it's a mind game with the crease. Like, it even is. if you can't see it, you know it's there, and the fact that you know it there, it bothers you a little. It bothers I'll be trying me. to feel it. Like, yeah, I right, right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and that's the other thing when you're when you're inter- when you're uh when you're when you're interacting with the fold and you can feel the crease. Yeah. That's just weird. That's like a weird sensation, and it's like yeah, it's not man. normal. So I completely right. understand where you're coming from with that. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's, I'm all, I'm gonna get a little personal with you. Um, right, let's go. Obviously, we are in the middle of a global pandemic, but something wonderful yeah. in your life happened recently. So I want to talk about that real quick. Yeah, you man. became a new daddy, man. You became a new yeah. daddy. Now, yeah, you are in a unique set of circumstances, Mr. Technically T, because not only did you become a new daddy, you bec- you became a new daddy in the middle of a global pandemic. So talk to us about that experience. Man, uh, it, it, it's, 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 it's almost like a gift and a curse at the same time. <laughs> it's not a curse, but... Right, um, right. The whole thing about becoming a new a new parent was it's that's amazing. Like I I would not trade that. It's the best thing that ever happened to me. You know, in my life, it totally was un, un, unexpected, unplanned. You know what I mean? I, mm. This is this is real. This is a vibe. I'm gonna keep it all real. Totally a surprise. Okay, but I wouldn't trade it for nothing, man. And um, and this kind of gels all into even the pandemic and how it surrounds how my YouTube channel has been doing lately. It's just it's tough that all of this happened at one moment because if you guys kind of follow me you see my trend you kind of knew my growth but when i got to a certain point it just really stopped slowed down especially when he got here and the thing about it man is it makes it challenging because i before it was just me i can record anytime i want to I and mean, you guys know how it is you just if you think of an idea you can just pick up and record but nowadays you have to be a little bit more considerate of others because when you have a child you still have to find time to make time for what you used to do when you didn't have him or didn't have her. You see what I'm saying? So, right. for example, I kind of fell back on my YouTube channel because I didn't want to feel like I was always recording and not giving my girlfriend a break. You know what I mean? Because everybody needs breaks. Like when you have a new child, you need a break. You need an exit. You need to go play your game that you want to do. You need to go do this, what you want to do. So um, you got to have a break and you got to really find balance. You see what I'm saying? That's the most super challenging thing between having him and trying to run this YouTube channel, man. So and then you throw the pandemic in there, man, that Mm. just adds a whole nother dynamic because you're home. I have a high demanding job where I'm busy during the day. My girlfriend has a job that she's busy, but now you have to throw watching him who's going through that seven month phase where they want nothing but attention. You can't put them down. You know what I mean? You can't, just set him in his little activity thing and let him play. So that as a whole nother dynamic on trying to balance watching him doing work. You know what I mean? It's just, it's a lot, man. Like to have him in the house every single day is like, <laughs> I love spending time with him. But at the same time, when are we going to take you back to daycare? You know what I mean? <laughs> so <laughs> so it's, it's, it's been challenging, man, but um, it's not too bad. You know, he hasn't went anywhere, like we've been working from home probably since 
as soon as we moved into this house, I think I may have went to work one day and then we started working from home. So he hasn't been anywhere since all this started. He hasn't even left the house. Mm. You see what I'm saying? So it's not too bad. Just not letting people come over and different things like that. You know, I mean, it isn't too bad, but it is a little challenging when we're talking about even to me recording videos. You know what I mean? I said right. it just this week. I said, I have to get back on it. And my girlfriend's a hundred percent advocate for my YouTube channel. Like she's all for it. And she keeps telling me you need to have a schedule plan out your weeks. It's not as easy now to where you can just pick up and record some right. nights. He's fussier than other nights. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, um, it's all about having a schedule, having a plan. And this week I have to really, I'm going to get a dry erase board and really plan my weeks out, plan my edits out to really get the channel back up and going, man, because it's challenging. You know what I mean? And, and like I said, you throw this whole pandemic out here, it just makes it that much more challenging. So yeah, man, it's it's a lot, man. It's a lot. Hey man, you, you know, I fellow creator to uh, creator to creator. I know how much it is important to have, have a schedule. I don't even have yeah, one myself, man. man, but I, I mean, know. never did. Never did. I mean, but it's a, like you said, it's important for us to have a schedule because it's important yeah. for how we do things, and yep. it's also important for how our audience uh takes in our content. They want to know right, what man. to expect, when to expect, the things like that. So when you throw yeah. a kid in the middle, that it's definitely even uberly more important that you can land a schedule if you can yeah. stick to it and do the best you can. So I completely understand. Not the kid yeah. part, but the schedule part. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's just I had to I had to really sit down and start a schedule because I'll be like I'm gonna record, but then he can get in a fussy mood and it'll just drain me. You know what I mean? A lot of people are like, you got to push through and you got to keep grinding. I'm like, it's easy for you to say, work a full-time job. And then once you get off of him, bab time, feed him. When he's calm, it's like, that's when you want to just sit back and be like, okay, I'm about to sit back and chill. I'm not right. about to jump back into another activity like recording because that thing can be like a job sometimes. I mean, you know how it goes. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So you, after the day is over, sometimes you just want to relax. And that's mm-hmm. what... I, that's the groove I've got in, but I have to get myself out of that groove to get my YouTube channel kind of kicked back up and running. You know, because I hit like a plateau right now. So I hit like 23K and it just soup, it just stopped. But I just have to just like just like the poet in the said, he said, Hey, like forget the schedule. Like it don't matter. It's just no schedule. You see what I'm saying? But right. I have to kind of plan like, hey, I'm gonna record Mondays and Wednesdays, even if it's just getting one video out a week. That's better than not giving the video out in, in weeks. You see what I'm saying? So, right. Yeah, man. It's 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 been a ride. It's been a wild ride, man. But I wouldn't trade it for anything for sure. So you said something a little earlier that kind of crapped me up. You said that yeah. you were you were you were knocking the Galaxy S20 camera because they couldn't capture the moment uh, the moments of you, which is which your uh, which is fun. So, yeah, are you going to use your tongue as a gauge now into your future smartphone reviews? If the, if the camera can't capture that moment, you're going to be like, bam! <laughs> if you can't catch him, I can't use it. Because the iPhone does. Like, I literally, oh, that I forgot what he was doing that day. And I, I was trying with the S20, trying, trying, trying. And I was like, it cannot do it. And the way I do, man, when I review an Android phone, I typically put my iPhone up. Like, that's the only way I can get a true gauge on the device. I don't want to use it and then pick up my iPhone to go on Twitter or I tend to just almost put my iPhone in the box. If you want to be technical, that's how I view Android devices. So for me, I was just like, I got to get the iPhone because I know it can capture this picture. And then first time, boom, done. Mm. But that's important to me. And there are other people out there that's in the same boat that I'm in that it's going to be important to them. You know what I mean? So. That's why I was kind of so hard on the S20 Ultra because I'm like, no, man, for this price and you boasted on cameras and this camera is trash. No, man, no, no, I can't do that. man. For me, the camera was trash. You know what I mean? But to other people, it worked fine. But for what I needed for, it didn't. 
So no, but but your your situation is not unique though. There are right. millions of people that have kids yeah. and what they, they want to capture yeah. those special moments. And if the phone is yeah, unable man. to capture at that time, then you, as our <laughs> boy Jay got? will say, as our boy Jay will say, it might have to be a catch and release if you can't capture the moment. <laughs> it, catch and release. It, 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 it was a big catch and release. Somebody got a nice little package deal on Swapper for that thing, man. So I had to let it go. I couldn't keep that bill in here, man. It just cost too much. So it had to go, man. No doubt. No doubt. So I had Marquez on here a couple of hours ago. We were talking about promotion. I think me yeah. and you have had the conversation on Twitter about yeah. how we both think that promotion is overrated, kind of. Yeah. So give us your thoughts on promotion, man, or 120 hertz refresh rate. Yeah, I mean, of course, you could tell a difference. You see what I'm saying? I'm not going to sit here and say on this podcast, on Vibe Live right now, that if you put a 120 hertz and you put up a 60, there's no difference. Of course, you can tell a difference. <laughs> now, personally, when I had my S20 Ultra, I had it on 60. I didn't even have it on 120 because one, I like the quad HD display. You know what I mean? So, but that's a whole nother story. But for the 120, for techies, yeah, it's cool. But I can show my girlfriend right now and be like, hey, what's the difference between these two devices? And I think I did one time and she was like, what? Like, what's the difference? And I was like, does one feel smoother? And she was like, yeah, kind of. You know what I mean? But that just shows you going to a person who really isn't into tech. She's an iPhone person though. But that's into tech. They don't care. Like, I'm thinking about my mom. She has an iPhone 10R. You think she would know if it's 120 hertz? Like, and nope. just like you said, I watched your video with what Taylor of Tech said, and I was just like, wait a minute. Did, did I just hear that that would, it might flop? <laughs> that if it doesn't have 120? I'm like, out of all genres of phones, out of every group person that cares about stuff like that, Android group, Samsung group of fans probably would care about 120 way more than Apple fans. I can oh, tell you. Yeah. 10 people on the street right now that have iPhones, ask them, hey, do you want a 120 hertz screen? And they're going to be like, what does that even mean? But even <laughs> yep. if they've seen it, you may get a few that may be like, yeah, it looks good. But the majority is going to be like, that doesn't matter. Can I send emojis? Can I send emojis? Can I, can I do that? Can I message? Can I FaceTime? They're not caring about 120. So I think it is a good move. I do like it. It's cool, but for me, it's not a requirement. Everybody was like, there's no way you can go from 120 to 60. I was like, yeah, I can. I can pick up my S20 Ultra on 120. If I did use it on that setting, pick up my iPhone, and now all of a sudden, everybody feels like 60 hertz is like 10 hertz. Oh, it's so slow. I'm like, it's, it's, you're exaggerating. Stop it. It's, I do it every day. <laughs> every single day. Like, so it got, it's funny to hear the people say, oh, 60 is so slow now. It's like, it's not that slow. Like, stop exaggerating. You know what I mean? But it'll be cool if that's the new thing. Fine. But I'm not going to judge a device if it has 60 or 120. I could care less. If the iPhone 12 came out with 60, I still wouldn't care. But that's just me personally. You see what I'm saying? You got some people. I think Marquez said it before. Was it on your live stream where he said a phone a year can't be a phone a year without 120 hertz? And I was just like, what? But that's his reasoning. But to me, I think the complete opposite. It doesn't matter to me. So, yeah, man, the 120 thing is cool. But for the general public, the general iPhone fan base, they're not going to they're not going to care. Yeah, I like I said, I said it much last night. Ninety five percent of the people who don't know what promotion is or do they care what promotion <laughs> does. They don't care. No, they but don't it's care. Like, it, for the, but for the hardcore tech nerds, I mean, yeah, they, they're into that, obviously. Yeah. And like you said, it, I mean, if you use a 120 hertz display next to a 60 hertz, you will see a difference or feel a difference. You will. But number one, how many people are using them side by side? And number two, how many people that how many people actually know what that is or what it does for them? Exactly. And 
And more to the fact, it doesn't really change the way we use the phones anyway. So I don't like I, said, I don't think it's a big deal at all. But nah, hey, nah, it's a nice nah. little party trick. Yeah, yeah. If they come with it, cool. I, I'll be all for it. But I want good battery life. I don't care how smooth the phone is. Don't impact my battery life. So mm-hmm. it'd be I'm be interesting to see how they do 120 and then keep hopefully that same battery life that we're getting with 11 Pro Max on the big boy. You know what I mean? So we'll just have to see, man. We have to see. So, since you are technically T, let's talk about another party trick that's happening right now in the world. Yeah. 5G. What are your thoughts on 5G? Oh, my God. <laughs> Don't get me started on 5G. Man, I'll get you, you started know, on 5G. That's what I do. Let's go. <laughs> as my profession. So, for those of you who don't know, I'm a design engineer as my day job. I do 5G. I actively work on 5G projects. Mm. And to hear some of the stuff about 5G is like, stop. I want people to stop. Don't make 5G a topic if you don't know what you're talking about. And I've said that over so many times. But I mean, yes, 5G is very premature, especially when we're talking about certain carriers. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So 5G is fine. It'll have certain. I think people have the wrong gauge on what 5g will actually allow us to do i think they're mostly stuck on speeds you Mm -hmm. see what i'm saying Mm -hmm. speeds are important but you don't understand the capabilities that 5g opens up like break it it down baby break it down i can tell you some things like like for example 5g we have some 5g modules in i don't know what stadium it is but it literally has the capability and the bandwidth to, and I'm trying to break this down because it was explained one time to me. This is a project I actually worked on, but we actually viewed one. But it's a camera that's in, this is where 5, this is what the capabilities of 5G is going. So there's a camera in the stadium, right? Mm-hmm. The cameras are around the, con- the concession stands, okay? So this is the where it's going. It may not be implemented right now, but this is where it's going. So it's around this concession stand. They're trying to make something that app-based or geolocation based that says to you sends to your smartphone that hey we seen you go get a beer during this time of games that you attend i think it's time for you to go get a beer and they capture this with the camera that's above the concession stand links you and then it then ties to your phone to let you know or to to remind you that, hey, go get something to drink or, hey, go get food. This is about your time that you go get food. So I don't think and it goes way, way deeper than that. Like it went it went so deep. I was like, I probably wouldn't want this because that's a little too detailed. But I think people are missing the point as to speeds, but the capabilities that 5G is going to help us do. You see what I'm saying? It just it really ties a lot together and yes it's still premature don't go run out and betting your money on 5g phones but i do think it's coming quicker than some people think you see what i'm saying so well how, okay so listening to you explain it that way reminds me of something that i that was talked about at ces this year um right. delta has a program for their 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 overhead uh boarding schedule board thingy they will or will be running a program that allows a person to walk up to the flight board and see only the information that pertains to that individual person, <laughs> yeah, which is exactly. mind-blowing. So yes. to hear you talk about how 5G will enable 
communication between an individual yes. user and the cameras in the building to let you know that, okay, yes. you need to go get your concession at the time. Yeah. Remind me of what Delta is working on, where that's, when that's you look at the flight board, you see only what you need to see and nobody else. Exactly. And you're the only person yep. that can see it because it's tied directly to you <laughs> and your smartphone yeah. and your information. It's, it's scary. crazy. Yeah. It's, it's, it's low-key scary. Like, when that guy, and this was a couple of weeks, this is like before, actually it was right before all this pandemic stuff hit. Um, we went and he gave us a tour of it. And I was like, Loki, this is scary. Oh, like yeah. they know way too much information. So I think it's going to become a point of data privacy, especially when it's going to be real iffy when it comes to this 5G and the capabilities that it opens up. Mm. So it's cool. Like it was cool when he was breaking it down. But at the same time, in the back of my mind, I'm like, this is scary. Like it knows way too much about you. Like when you go to the bathroom, when you go to concession, what time you usually arrive to the games, what the average time that you leave a game. And that's what all of these cameras that's no bigger than your phone is just sitting up and it just collects so much information and individually based. It's, it's crazy, man. So 5G, it allows it's, a, it's the, the speed of capabilities more so than the speed of like network speeds. That's going to be there. But people have to start looking at 5G of what is capable of allowing us to do. And I think once you get that under control, then you understand it more. You see what I'm saying? So, but yeah, it's funny when I sit back and look at five, and there's things that we can't talk about. There's some things that within our own company, we can't talk about 5G related. And there's some things that I'm like, that is completely wrong that I see on the internet. And I'm talking about big videos that's like hundred thousands of views. And I'm like, everything you said is wrong, <laughs> but I can't go and make a video and talk about it because that's my, that's my job. I can't do that. But right. all I have to say is there's a lot of wrong information out there being spilled when it comes to 5G. But that's yeah. all I can say. I can't say what's wrong and what's not, but it's a lot of wrong out there when we're talking about 5G. All right. So let's talk about something that you may be able to talk about, though. Yeah. I made a video a few months ago citing how 5G is perfectly safe and all these claims that it, it causes cancer or it could kill you, all blah, blah. <laughs> I completely dispelled that in my video with absolute research and lack of better evidence, blah, blah, blah. Can you talk about that at least? How it's safe? That is 100%. That's a. 100% true. That All that 5G is going to be unhealthy and mm -hmm. all, all that is some bogus claims that mm -hmm. somebody came up with and, and we don't even touch on it within our job. It's just like, look, that's bogus. We moving on. Like it, <laughs> We don't even talk about it. But all I know is if you have any inkling or you have any suspicion that you think you're going to go out there and get sick or it's going to cause radiation, can't look. Go put that in a little can and just throw that in the trash can and wait for the dumpster to come get it because it's all the way wrong. Don't believe that, man. It's going to be just fine. It's not going to be any more harmful than any of the other speeds or whatever that's already been out. So I wish that would just completely stop. And one more thing, Technically T. Can you please explain to these nut jobs that 5G did not call coronavirus? Next time. <laughs> <laughs> no, for those of y'all listening to the audio, the look on his face was priceless. Nigga, oh my! I I have one of my friends on Facebook that actively believes that it caused it, and I'm like, he always is just pushing my buttons. Like, T, can you talk about this? I'm like, I am not even wasting finger energy to type on my phone to do that. Like, just stop. He swears up and down, and. I'm like, dude, I can run circles around somebody if they really want to break this down and talk networks. I will go over everybody's head. And I'm like, dude, I, I'm not even about to go there with you because you're not on my same bandwidth. You're not there. So just stop. Like, just sit down. You know what I mean? 
So it's crazy, man. Like, nah, people need to stop that, man. It's blasting. It's real crazy, man. It's so crazy. It's ridiculous. I'm with you. I'm 100% with you. It's buffoonery. It really is. Big buffoonery, man. The biggest out. Biggest out. The biggest out. All right. Before we get out of here, um, let's talk about what your thoughts are on life after after the uh, pandemic. Obviously, we got a lot of states and cities and things that are, are slowly beating, beginning to reopen. Yeah. Um, there's no mass gatherings or anything like that yet, and there probably won't be for a while. Yeah. But even when we're on the other side of the pandemic and things are reopening, and we are able to travel to and from again. Do you think you'll be uh, in a rush to travel or be around a lot of people? Because I certainly will not be. No, 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 not at all, man. It And it sucks. Just like I said on Twitter, man. I'll be going to Columbia tomorrow if this pandemic wasn't going on. Like me and my girlfriend, will, we, it was on vacation. We do, we go to multiple places every year, and that it sucks. But life after this will never. I feel like it'll never be the same. I feel mm-hmm. like, and I told somebody today, a senseless cough will never be the same. Yep. Like if somebody coughs, you're gonna be like, <laughs> like, <laughs> wait a second, you know what I mean? <laughs> so it's crazy how it is because I was literally in the store yesterday and I had a cough, like. I was drinking water and it just went down the wrong hole, and I did not want to call. I was in there yeah. like, <laughs> I was like I don't, want, I don't want to call. They might kick me up out of here. You know what I mean? But right. yo, after this, man, I'm in no rush. We only right now we only go places that we have to go, and then you mm-hmm. throw my son in it. I don't want to take him out just senseless places. People, people already aren't following the rules. Like Georgia is basically open. Yep. You know what I mean? Like I had to go out. Uh, what day? Saturday to do some running around for Mother's Day and stuff. It looked like everything was regular traffic, and we're talking about Atlanta here. Traffic. I'm like, people. I try to keep distance, but you have other people who don't do that or wear a mask, but you have other people who don't have a mask. So I think after this, it's going to be real funny when we're talking about everybody is doing these these uh, precautions right now when it comes to hygiene. But are you going to be doing that same thing once this is supposedly over? Mm-hmm. Will you be washing your hands when you do? Will you be keeping your space? I feel like I don't ever want anybody right behind me in a line now. You see what I'm saying? So right. it's going to be touchy when this is finally over, When whenever that is the world is clear, which I don't think it will be for a while. It's going to be a touchy place. It's going to be really funny. I don't know. It's weird. I don't think any of us really know how it's going to be when this is all supposedly over. You see what I'm saying? So I'm not in a rush to go anywhere. Everybody that oh you can go out and get a haircut. This is open now. That's open now. My barber texts me, hey, we're open. I'm not in a rush to go get a haircut. Like I'm fine. You know what I mean? Like I may have the fro under this. This is packing down a lot of hair right now. You know what I mean? But I'm fine. I can edge it up and keep it moving. So for me, I don't know when I'll be just ready to freely go somewhere without I mean going somewhere that I don't need to go. You see what I'm saying? So I don't know, man. Like it's gonna be real funny. And I think all of us, uh, yeah, all of us. It's gonna be it's gonna be a little weird, man. So yeah, man. Uh I'm in complete agreement with you. I don't think it's yeah. ever gonna be the same again. And it's funny, I saw something on Twitter about a bunch of people parking in front of a gym doing workouts outside the gym because they're protesting <laughs> oh that the gym God. ain't not open. And I'm just like, are y'all really gonna have that same energy when everybody's outside again? Like, I don't I don't know. That's, like it's not it, it's like even when we are on the other side of this pandemic and everything is open. There's gonna yeah. be a lot of apprehension. I know I'm gonna be apprehensive about where I'm going and things like that. Yeah, man. Um, so yeah. So I got Janosa asking, do we have time for questions? We do. So if y'all got any questions for my man Technically T, let me know. We'll get them to him and we'll see what we got. But uh yes, sir. Yeah. yeah, I don't I don't know why people are I mean, I know why people are in a rush because they're I mean right. I, I get a lot, it. 
a lot of people are, have been negatively impacted by the pandemic with their right. financial situation and things like that. I get that. But if it's not safe outside and it's not, hell, we don't even have a vaccine for this thing yet. It's still not safe. Wait, what are you opening? What are you, what are you rushing to? Like, it's going to be a deadly spike. What, what are you going to be a bad to? spike, man? That's going to really make it unfortunate. But I don't know. We'll see, man. We'll see. I'll be in the house. Still. I'm be in the house. I, I'm with you, man. She knows who wants to know. Have you experienced product from Element Case like the Black Ops Elite? No, I haven't. I've tried to reach out to them, but I haven't really got anything back from them. I, talk, I think their cases are like crazy expensive, if I'm not mistaken. I think Element Cases are like high. But um, I have been wanting to review some of their cases because I'm always curious about expensive cases to see if they're really worth it. So me personally, no, I haven't. But I would like to. You know what I mean? I, I have to try to re-reach out back to them and see if I get anything. Gotcha. Joseph wants to know, when is your next video dropping? Hopefully by this week. Uh, since I did this tonight, I'll probably be chill tomorrow. And then Wednesday, hopefully I can record and hopefully have it edited up to release on Thursday. It's either going to be like a what's on my iPhone video because I've had a few people request a what's on my iPhone video. Mm-hmm. So it might be one of those. I'm definitely going to do a review of this clear case that I talked about down here from this company. They sent me another case, which is nice as well. So what's on my iPhone, that uh, case there. And from there, I'm going to go do some content over on my camera channel, man, because I kind of left that over there like a blank slate. So I'm going to do some camera videos for that channel. So gotcha. All right. I want to know how you like the Galaxy Buff Plus versus the AirPod Pro. Uh, You know, man, out of everybody, I am the wrong person to ask because I'm not an audio person. I'm more of a person of what works. You see what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. for me, the pros... I've never been a huge fan of them because for me, the I think that the twos were better than the pros because mm. me personally, the pros always was inconsistent for me. It would pick up my phone as if I have it in my ear. And, I, and sometimes I take it out of my ear. It doesn't stop playing. Sometimes it does. My AirPod Pro experience have been very inconsistent. Now, I know that just may be me. I'm not bashing the AirPod Pros in a whole, but for me, it has been inconsistent. So for what I've been doing so far, and I've been using the buds really for things like this for a long time, especially with my iMac listening to things, it's been flawless. Switching from my phone to my computer, flawless. I have had no issues with my buds, these Galaxy Buds Plus so far, zero. And the battery life is unreal. So right now, yeah, the AirPods is over here in the drawer, just sitting here. <laughs> in the drawer. You see the drawer right here opening. It's in the drawer. Like in in. I have these bad boys actively out on my wireless charger. So right now, for what I use it, for what I've experienced, man, the buds, I think it's a little bit better than the pros because <laughs> of my experience. So, All right. We got yeah. a question from the post. Have you looked at cases from ESR? They're some of my favorites. Yeah, I've, I've reviewed some of their cases in the past, and I think they're one of those brands who's like always in my inbox, man. And I have to go reach back out to them. But yeah, I've, they, have some, they have some solid cases, very nice price point. But I do need to get some of their cases back on the channel because it's been a while since I reviewed them and I'm pretty sure they've made improvements. So, yeah, I've definitely checked them out before. No doubt. Um, I got a question for you. Um, are you yeah. going to be looking at or do you have any interest in the newly named AirPod Studio? And that's the over the ears, right? Correct. Just I was just talking to El Jefe the other day, man. I was saying that I'm looking for an editing type of microphone because when I edit, I use Buds. And but we all know that's not the best thing to use when we're talking mm-hmm. about editing the video. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I don't have the best audio, but at the same time, sometimes I like to put something on and just tune out when I'm editing. Because I do mm-hmm. my editing usually late night when little man is asleep. You see what right. I'm saying? They're both sleeping in the bed. I put them on. I can lock in. But um, they look pretty. We're going to see. I haven't really watched a lot of leaked videos on them, but 
I haven't, I've never owned a current pair of over the ears. I can't tell you when the last time I put a, a pair of over the ears on, to be honest with you. I've never tried the Sony's that you swear by. I've never tried them. The only things that's over the ear is my turtle beaches that I play Xbox on. That's the only what? thing, man. What? What did you just the say? The beats. I've never had beats. I've never any of those, man. Any of those. But I'm not an audio person. I'm not an audio person. I don't care me. if you're not an audio person. <laughs> damn it. I'm going to tell you the same thing I told Marquez last year. You need to get a parody, Sony WH, 1000 X and 3, and thank me later. I know. I know you said that. Now I did like the earbuds, the wireless buds, that mm. long name. They mm. were cool, but that carrying case was just humongous, man. Yeah. Like I just that they, they did sound good. I love the app, they worked good, but that that it was just I've never ever had a pair over the headphones. El Jefe, I need you to take care of this immediately. <laughs> immediately, El Jefe. Mail this man some headphones, please. Thank you very much. Somebody people probably think I'm lying. I have never listened to I've put them on to try a pair of beats to listen, but that's like really own a pair. I have not. I've never owned the over the air here. Over wow. here, if, if, ever, wow. ever. Always I, buds. Always buds. Like just the regular buds. Like I would just be a person with the regular buds in. Me and you so. are a different breed because I like <laughs> earbuds, but I can't really use them too much because they don't stay in my ear. The only right. earbuds, T, and I mean the only earbuds that have ever Pro, stayed in my right? ear consistently are the AirPods, not the Pros. The regular oh, the AirPods. AirPods. Okay. The okay. regular AirPods. The AirPod Pro yeah. don't even stand. Well, they stand my ear, but they move around too much. I don't. They're right, right. But the regular AirPods are the only earbuds that have ever consistently stayed in my ear really? and not moved. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna tell you what. These got these buds plus might be the best fit that I've had. But I've never had an issue with the AirPods. They kind of fit. I know they're all different. You know, your ear shape is all different, but right. These fit really good. But and everybody always say, T, you don't. I have an audio dude that's like a super audio person. He said you don't know audio because you haven't heard good audio. <laughs> he always tells me that he said he like you always are so nonchalant. I said because I don't care. Like sound people can say what's the difference between the pros and the pluses. I don't know. They all sound the same, but I know it doesn't. But that's how much of a non-audio person that I am. So yeah, man. Man, oh <laughs> like for me, over ears are the way to go. They stay on my ear. They, they they I can clamp them down and I'm good to go. I know I want when I fly and traveling. That's what I want to pay for. Right. These buds are cool, but it doesn't drown. Anything out really, you right? Know I mean? Even noise canceling, I feel like over the ears will be superior than AirPod Pros just because of design. You know what I mean? Just, oh, absolutely. So absolutely. I, I, I got to experience a pair, man. I got to really, you know, what I mean, <laughs> Genosis <laughs> slammed me in the chat right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, oh, I'm man. gonna get one. I'm gonna get one. I'm gonna get some, man. I'm gonna get some, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try some of those fancy ones y'all be talking about, man. Somebody help this man out quickly. Help him out. Come on, man. Try some, man. All right, man, that's going to be the end of the podcast. For those of y'all listening on audio only, thank you for listening this week to the podcast. I'll be back next week for, with another episode. As usual, again, if you want to support the podcast, please check the show notes for any links to all that good stuff. Also, if you listen to this on Apple Podcast, please leave a rating or review. Hit that subscribe button. It helps people discover Vibe Drive to enjoy the good tech combo that we're having. So until next week, people, this your boy, Viper, the man about tech. You know where to find me, so come back for more.